In Ghoulies 1, the Ghoulies are brought into our realm via black magic seance in the basement. In Ghoulies 2, they go to a carnival. In Ghoulies 3, the Ghoulies go to college. Where are the Ghoulies today? Where do the Ghoulies go next? Today, they are middle-aged corporate ghoulies. Uh, they probably work for Inatech, and they're filling out TPS reports. Ah. And they're thinking back to when they were just rambunctious youths and how... The glory days. The glory days. The gooey days. They were uh, a ute. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Already, man. This is too much. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's where they are today. Probably, you know, probably they probably have a, a ghoulies podcast. Mm, yes. Ghoulie talk. So. Ghoulie talk. I like it. Edit that out. Edit that <laughs> shit out. Fuck you. You biting on my thing. Oh, sorry. I didn't know. Yeah, I'm fine. just riffing right that's here. Fine. I know. Stop riffing. I'm done riffing. Answer your question. End. Answer. Final answer. Million dollars. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> okay. Garrett. <laughs> guess, guess where my ghoulies went. No. It's a great question, Mark. Um, as we all know, Rat and Cat Ghoulie, they run a B&B outside of Peoria, Illinois, where they host a weekly book club. Oh, uh, There's been a lot of contention over the books they choose, but mm-hmm. you know they make it work somehow. Flying Ghoulie uh, went on to a two-month sabbatical in Nepal after his second divorce and has not kept in contact. So honestly, we don't know where Flying Ghoulie is at this point, but we do wish him the best. We was hope a, he's doing okay. Was it an Everest climb? Uh, we don't know. Oh, okay. He just, he just had to get Nepal. away, and then that was it. Dig it. No one really wanted to pry too much, so that's where it was. Clown Doll Ghoulie um, started his own line of fall jams and preserves, um, but it didn't go off well. Like It just didn't pick up, so we ended up moving <laughs> it with his uncle, and now he's just basically working a regular day job for his uncle uh, where he tries to pay off his small business loan. Now, Fish Ghoulie, Fish Ghoulie's a different tale. Fish Ghoulie dropped out of college. Um, that was actually edited out of part three, but he drops out of college. And then he sort of bounced around for a while. He grew a beard. He got a Mike Wazowski tattoo and then started a podcast in Texas with two other guys. Mm. And uh, <laughs> to this day, that's what he does. So how long? I'm the it... Fish Ghoulie. Get it, you guys? No, no. I I'm the it. Fish Ghoulie. <laughs> how long does it take you to apply your makeup and cover the green fish skin? I'm naturally fishy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I didn't know all of that about the Ghoulies. I did... Uh, keep up with Rat Ghoulie oh. from the time of college till today. That'd be I, a great Misfit song, Rat Ghoulie. <laughs> yeah. uh, after college, Rat Ghoulie uh, ended up with Minnie Mouse after she left Disney and Mickey. Oh. So they became a power couple she left for both. a while. So if you if you you get with Mickey, you got to get with Disney. It's a it's that's a, right. That's a package. Deal. Okay, okay, you don't split that up. No. But she wanted to go off on her own. She wanted to be a strong, independent mouse. You know, away from the uh, machismo of the Disney Corporation. She started her own OnlyFans. She started her own makeup line. You know, she became an influencer on Instagram. Does that Whoa. mean she tested on animals if she put it on herself? <laughs> we do not test on animals here at Minnie's. Other animals. <laughs> right. Rats are okay. Mice, no. But Rat Ghoulie and Minnie Mouse would go to have children that would, in turn, have their own e-television show, Keeping Up with the Rat Ghoulians. Uh-huh. Do we have to keep saying Rat Ghoulie? We're going to say the Ghoulies, Keeping Up with the Ghoulies? But that's where Kim Kardashian would basically get the inspiration for her stupid show and her mm-hmm. vapid content on all those channels. And somehow, with Black Magic, get all these girls and, and women to watch their programs. Shout out to Kim Kardashian. Go ahead and support our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take your money. She's probably, you know, the thing about Kim K, little known fact, uh, please don't kill me, Kardashians. She's actually Wolfgang. Oh, it's using that she's power. A, she's an ancient wizard. <laughs> yeah, I like it. 
She put Pete Davidson under a spell. So are we going to talk about where they should go next? If they got the band back together, the Ghoulie band. I see. Okay. Where would if they venture all to? That, where would they re-meet re up? Like in a big chill type situation? I'm thinking John's saying we're going to do like a like a reunion show like the Friends did on HBO Max where yeah. they get together behind the scenes. Well, or you maybe know? they got to get together for one last heist. This is oh, this is like you know, Ocean's 12 here. Ocean's Ghoulie? Yeah. <laughs> what do they, what are they, what are they heisted? What know. are they doing? Which ghoulie is getting too old for this shit? Uh, Always rat ghoulie. Yeah, yeah, he was. He looked already too old he for this shit. Haggard. Starting out, yeah. <laughs> I think it would be like a space cowboy situation. You ever see that movie where they had to get a whole bunch of like uh, miners? Yeah, back together. Okay, yeah, uh, I remember that one. To shoot them up in the space. That's what I think. So they had to get the like an asteroid is coming. Oh, Wait. like a dark magic asteroid. Are you telling me that ghoulies never went to space? Obviously not. Man. Yeah. Well, that's where they went. Done. Yeah. We, we can just stop this <laughs> Ghoulies in space. Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grave Talk Podcast. My name is Mark. Again, joined with Garrett and John. Fellas, we're back for another one. An old one. A 1980s classic, some may say. Eh, classic's an overstatement. <laughs> who? Who would say that? Bring that person in front of me. Uh, Charles Band. Rat <laughs> I, I would, actually. Yeah. Guys, I apologize. I sound like I'm going through puberty because I, I got kind of sick and my throat's all messed up. So. You sound like a rat ghoulie. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, uh, ghoulies <laughs> you know? three, they talk a lot. They kind of sound like you. Oh, great. <laughs> All right. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm going method for this episode. Well, before we get into it, is there anything uh, you guys want to bring up? Any movies you saw recently you want to sh give shouts out to? Uh, yes, actually. Very important. Okay. So, Top Gun Maverick, Blu-ray. Yeah, 4K Blu-ray. Uh, so it came out on Friday, or I think it came out this week. I got it on Friday. So I had a, a Top Fun Friday. Oh. Uh, Top Gun, Top Gun Mavericks. Great double feature. Do it. You'll really, you'll, you'll feel so amped. So, so machismo afterward. You're going to like smash a natty light and, you know, want to ride on your motorcycle. Crazy 80 shit like that. So how many more times do I have to edit in that song in our podcast? <laughs> I mean, well, unless they make a third one, this is probably it, right? Okay. Unless this is the sunset of the Maverick. Yeah. Unless Top Gun goes to space. Well, well, here it is though. Remember back in the day on DVDs and Blu-rays, they used to have like screensavers, like little video clips that would just repeat themselves. Mm-hmm. Is there a Top Gun screensaver where you're flying in the jet? Oh, no. That would be awesome. The repeat on Top sucks. Gun Maverick this movie's trash. was something very lame that I can't even remember now. That's how lame it was. Ba -na 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 -na. Yeah. Wait, that's the old HBO theme. Yeah, yeah it's not wow. Top Gun. Uh, you, you pulled that out of your ass. <laughs> I like that theme, though. <laughs> it's an HBO feature presentation. And That's then static. Right. Do they still do the static? Yeah. Oh, they talked about taking that away, but then everybody was like, wait a minute. I need that. Because nobody uses CRTs anymore, so that noise is like mimicking yeah. the CRT. Okay, That's to true. get back on our old man rant, the uh, the new... Um, so Reno 911 um, did a season for Tubi, the short-lived Facebook TV application, I guess is what it was, right? Tube? No, Tubi's, Tubi's still around. Yeah, it's free. Well, you're thinking of Quibi. 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 That's <laughs> <laughs> we just got done having a whole conversation about Quim. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so Quibi. And so they actually just released it on iTunes. And at the beginning of it, it's 
produced by MTV. So they have the old, it's like, I want my MTV with the astronaut and Whoa. the old logo. And I was like, get the fuck out of here, MTV. You don't get to use that logo anymore. No. Like when you have betrayed your like video roots, like you're done. You don't ever get to like cash in on nostalgia. They haven't been that in 20 plus years. Easily. Yeah, fuck yeah. them. Yo, this is all the real life's fault. That was the, the start real of world. it. Real world, yeah. whatever. Real life. It's, it's always real life's fault. <laughs> IRL. Why isn't there a show called that yet? Oh, I bet there has been. It has come and gone, man. <laughs> road rules. There was another one that sucked. Yeah. So Top Gun Maverick, huh? Yeah. So still two thumbs up. Uh, obviously not as good as a you know movie theater experience, but very enjoyable. Not going to hammer that. I didn't really watch any horror movies uh, that weren't for the podcast, so... Uh, I'm going to yield the rest of my time unless you want me to talk about Top Gun more. No, <laughs> we're, I think good. we're good. Yeah. I, uh, I'm watching the new Chucky series. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to reserve judgment until a little bit further into the season and then see how it goes. Um, for those who don't know, spoilers, they're introducing Seed of Chucky. Boo! Uh, uh, narratives into this, which let's be honest, for that puppet alone, we should just forget Seed of Chucky ever existed. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I'm going to see what they do. So far, I'm enjoying it, but... Oof, we're treading dangerous ground here. I've watched the first three, so they haven't actually introduced Glenn yet. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Glenn Glenda. or Glenda. Right. Yeah. So, um, and then I'm, I also watched, I went to the theater and watched uh, Pray for the Devil because John wouldn't do it. And it sounds like I missed uh, nothing. <laughs> it's actually got some really positive and some really negative. Like, um, the story is pretty interesting. The pacing's good. The dialogue is absolute trash. But, I mean, again, most exorcism dialogue is trash um visuals incredible i mean again it's it's a really well put together movie there's a few plot beats that i really have a problem with because it reminds me of like my first production you know like mm -hmm. like what if this is this no that's awesome put that in, you know like you could tell some really old man who doesn't who doesn't watch a lot of movies got really excited about this idea All so right. uh well i don't want to gender specific specify but some really old person who just really doesn't know much about anything was like yeah that sounds cool let's do that but um no it was it was really cool i would recommend uh watching it on the cheap but if it's on a streaming service or something like that definitely check it out it's actually worth the time but i don't know if i'd pay full price for it okay Thanks, Alamo Draft House Pass. It lets me watch movies for free. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of using my pass, I use my AMC pass to go see Smile after everybody talking that one up. It's really good. I had a good time with that movie. Did you smile? You're so I eloquent, smile. Mark. Yeah. It was good. I had a good time with the movie. It is a movie you can watch. <laughs> go check it out. It's already made 200 million bucks. Ooh. Wait, what? Fuck, really? Yeah. Made a lot of money, but I think the advert campaign was pretty smart. I don't know if you guys saw it, but yeah. they yeah. had people at like baseball games just smiling creepily in the crowd and stuff like that. Oh, that viral marketing campaign they did? Yeah. yeah that was actually pretty weird. So they put some money behind this. Uh, it seems to be paying off. Uh, like I said, I, I would highly recommend it. I, gave, I would give it four out of five stars. I don't want to give too much away because I could say one movie's title... That it's basically the blueprint for this movie, but I think they do it better. I, I instantly guessed it over text message after one guess. So like you did. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, <laughs> listeners, it's not difficult to figure out what movie this is aping, but um, it looked kind of cool. I mean, again, it was a short story made into a full feature. So I'm always really hesitant about that. It's coming out on streaming in December, I believe December 13th. So you can watch it at home at that time. I also watched Barbarian. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, do we want to talk about that later? Do we actually want to like put that on the list? Maybe because that movie was all right. I thought but, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So okay, well, I won't say too much about it just in case we talk about Barbarian later. But yeah, I watched that too. I would recommend that as well. That's definitely a, a must check out. Barbarian yeah. has secret Justin Long in it. It's true. Man. I will spoil it's not that. a secret anymore. <laughs> Surprise <laughs> right. if you don't look at the cast list or anything. Uh, yeah, it's on HBO does Max. Does anybody so. do that before they go see a movie though? I think. Well, I think if you look at HBO Max, it does like at the bottom say you know starring. Does anyone so-and-so, look at that so-and-so. before they actually start? a movie on HBO Max? (laughs) I do. Sometimes if I don't know about a movie, I'll look like who's in it and if it's someone I care about I'll be like alright okay, I'll give fair. it a go that's fair now Wrong mind you I also don't know actors or actresses so, so why waste your time then yeah that's a big that, it's gotta be you know yeah, look at all these names, names. <laughs> a bunch of names here all someone right. like Justin Long I know but yeah most people I'd be like oh yeah okay that's a person <laughs> <laughs> alright unless there's anything else let's get into Ghoulies from 1985 this one was directed by Luca Bercovici Luca Bercovici I think that's how you pronounce it uh, this one stars Peter Lipis as stars features maybe (laughs) includes calm down (laughs) (laughs) Peter Lipis as Jonathan Graves Lisa Pelican as Rebecca Scott Thompson as Mike Ralph Seymour as Mark Toady boy toad boy sorry don't want to get his name wrong yeah geez man (laughs) he's the linchpin of the whole thing (laughs) talk about stars We'll get to Toad Boy in a minute. I love the anger that you said that with. I don't like Toad Boy at all. <laughs> I know. Mariska Haggerty as Donna. Wait, Mariska Haggerty from fucking Law and Order SVU? That'd be her. Holy shit. You didn't recognize no, her? No, hell no. no. But she looked fine in this in this. In was this she movie. the one that got eaten by the Toad? She the, was the best looking lady character. She's the one that was in the Toad Boy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, how did those two? Yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, he must have a hell of a personality, but he doesn't. We know for a fact. No, he's about to lick algae, so. (laughs) Keith Joe Dick as Dick. No. His last name's Dick? Yep. David Dan as Eddie. Victoria Catlin as Anastasia. Charlene Kathleen as Robin. Tamara Detro as Greeted Gut. Greedy Gut. Greedle Gut. It's one of the little uh, small people. Some of these names, I think, were made up. Kathleen Charlene, David Dan, <laughs> come Natalie on Natalie Pelican or yeah. whatever it was. Show me the birth certificates. <laughs> Someone went on Wikipedia and had a good time with this. Well, to be fair, Pelican isn't spelled what you think it would. Okay. Uh, Manny, look at it. Pelican, play. Come on, Pelican. Uh, Peter Rich as Grizzle, Michael Des Bears as Malcolm Graves, and Jack Nance as Wolfgang. You may remember Jack Nance from such things as Twin Peaks and Eraserhead. Huh? Oh, okay. Nope. Currently, Ghoulies is sitting at a hot, hot 8% on Ooh. Rotten Tomatoes with the critics and a 20% score with the audience. And I get the sense that you guys don't really like this movie that much. So I thought we'd play a game of who's got the better Rotten Tomatoes score. Is it Ghoulies or a movie I have listed in front of me? All right, let's do it. Okay, up first, Cabin Fever, the 2016 remake. Oh. Above. I'm going to go above as well. It's at a zero percent. Get dead. Uh, Ghoulies is, it actually is better. Any, like reviews though, because like you can't count something that doesn't have any reviews. It just it does a dash if there's no reviews, so oh. it must have reviews. Mm-hmm. Somebody said wow. something somewhere okay. about it. You know, right. I get it. That movie did sucks. I didn't <laughs> see the remake. I didn't know it was a remake. I didn't see it. You're not missing anything. But cabin, cabin. Oh, cabin in the woods or cabin fever. Cabin, cabin fever. fever. The oh, remake cabin fever. of a 2002. I was thinking cabin in the woods. I was like that movie. Even the plot's even better than. Okay. <laughs> like, cabin in the woods probably got like 80 something in Rotten Tomatoes. Even the Fonted cabin <laughs> in the woods is better than Ghoulies. Uh, Jaws the Revenge. It'd be Jaws 4. Oh shit, definitely better. 
I'm gonna go lower. It's at a zero percent as what well. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> these are all things that are worse than ghoulies. I don't know. I, well, then you just answered all the questions. These are all things that are no, worse than ghoulies so far. So far. Okay, so I've got more. <laughs> Halloween Five: The Curse of Michael Myers. Oh, better. Better. It's by one percent. My, yeah. That's at nine percent, while Ghoulies is still holding at eight. Those nine percent people are my homies out there. I'm gonna just guess better on everything, just to be safe. Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight: Jason takes a boat, aka Jason takes Manhattan. Better, oh, better. People love that stupid movie. It's at eleven percent. Yeah, I only know that because when we did our worst in show, I remember thinking, "How is this not lower?" <laughs> Return of the Living Dead Part Two: Better or worse than Ghoulies? Better. Worse. It's worse. It's at a 5%. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was a tough one, though. I was on the line there. Got four more to do. Let's get through them real quick. Okay. Rings, which Ooh. is the third Third-one. movie. With Ooh. Vincent D'Onofrio, better. Yeah, better. It is tied. Tied? You, that wasn't an option. 8%. <laughs> Let me get some decimal points in here, Mark. All right, that was a trick question. <laughs> Would you rather have sex or not have sex? Oh, you get to look. You know, what the fuck, man? We're tied at 8%. Uh, okay. Okay, how about Troll 2? Everybody knows Troll 2. Oh, my God. So this, is the, this is the problem. Troll 2 is a far worse movie than this movie, but... Everyone knows Troll 2 is like, quote unquote, the worst movie ever made. So I feel like there's a lot of like fan love for Troll 2. I'm going to say Troll 2's listed higher. This is the critic scores, right? Correct. I'm going to say worse. It is worse. It's at oh. 5%. Thank God everything's right with the world. I'm surprised 5% of critics were like, I actually really <laughs> like that one. <laughs> All right. How, I got popcorn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how about the sequel to I Know What You Did Last Summer? I still know what you did last summer. Higher. higher. It's lower. 7%. What? I mean, that movie was trash, but wow. I'm happy to be wrong about so many of these. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's finish it out with Species 2. The Speciating. <laughs> this is the one where that lady gets like half naked the most in the movie, right? Right. It's like an alien lady who takes on the form of a really hot woman and yeah. then eats the men she seduces. I'm going to say higher. God, I hope you go out that way one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, oh, no, definitely lower. This is the one I'm going to say lower on. It's higher. Get fucked. <laughs> By one point. Wow. It's at a 9%. All right, I give up. I'm done podcasting forever. <laughs> All right. So, John, I think you said something in effect of, this is the worst movie we've ever done. Yes. I don't think But we've think done Halloween true. 5, right? But no, that beats it, though. Or that was 1%. tied. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think it is, man. This is, so I guess, spoiler for my opinion on this movie. I This one is just regular bad. I don't think it crosses over into it's so bad, it's good territory. No. It doesn't seem, it's not super fun to mock. Like, uh, this is just, this was a, like a real slog to get through. And maybe, you know, like I didn't understand who the audience for this was. Like it seemed it too much. Charles band movie, dude. <laughs> the audience is anyone who's willing to put $2 down. Well, American. At first I thought it was like targeted for children, like kind of like house or gremlins or something, but it's too mature for that. So then I thought, Oh, is it, it but it's not like an adult movie. I hope that wasn't what they're going for. <laughs> so like, I don't know, maybe 13 year olds. Is that the target audience? You know, I might be able to help you answer this. There's a documentary called in search of darkness, part three about the eighties coming out. <laughs> do they do ghoulies on that. I don't know. No. They might, but they, they might as well. If they haven't time. done it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me give you a little more information, okay. John, and maybe we can suss this out. It was made for $6. <laughs> it was made for $5.5 5 and brought in $35 million at the box wow. office. Wow. But that it, was during that time when people were hungry for any kind of horror in the 80s. Or small puppet creatures. I'll tell you what. You put you you miniaturize a puppet and have it going around, you're going to get $10 million, No probs. Interestingly enough, John, when do you think Gremlins came out? Oh, 86. 80, yeah, didn't it came out with... No, yeah, 86? No, no, 84. 
It was June 8th, 1984. Yeah. This one came out March 2nd, 1985. Thieves. Could be. <laughs> now, Wikipedia would have you believe that both of these were in production at the same time, but we all know that Wikipedia can be edited, so I don't know if that's factual, but this says that it was actually going to try to come out before Gremlins, but then it got held up. This movie could have been produced in about six weeks. Are you telling so, me this is a whole Pirates of the Caribbean Master and Commander situation? That's what Wikipedia would have you believe. But Master and Commander is so different from Pirates of the Doesn't Caribbean. doesn't matter. They were both in production at the same exact time. And as they were making it, like they found out that Disney had like dumped a bunch of money to fast track Pirates to get it out <laughs> before that one. Because wow. they didn't want to put out two pirate movies back to back. Um, hmm. So yeah, no, it was a, it was a we knew one of the uh, the stunt uh, guys yeah. on that movie and um, he was telling us, he's like, oh yeah, no, it was a big thing. That, like Disney was like, desperate to get theirs out first, even though they're so different. Yeah. Master and Commander, really good. I mean, the OG Pirates of the Caribbean is really good too, but mm -hmm. very different. Like Master Commander is very cerebral and no well, Johnny that, Depp. It's got that Johnny Depp in it, you know, that upstanding citizen that he is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't believe that first. It seemed like someone saw Gremlins. It was like it was like the uh, uh, what's that company that makes like Atlantic Rim? And oh yeah, the uh, anyway, it's like the them of the eighties. Okay, Syn is it Syndrome? Uh, I don't know. Who they knows? just take whatever's popular and slightly tweak the title and pump that shit out to trick people. Well, that's like that was like the eighties in general. I mean, that's why the slasher flicks were like that, man. That's why we got so many like terrible slasher flicks. I mean. If there's, a, if there's something that's making money, we're going to see a lot of it. Dude, everybody was chasing the tiny puppets in the 80s. You had munchies, critters, ghoulies. Puppet Master, right? Was that Puppet the 80s? Puppet Master, yeah. right. Puppet Master. It's in the name. Yeah, it's literally there. So there was money to be made after they saw that. And like, let's get a guy who knows how to make tiny puppets and whoa, shake whoa, it at a screen. Whoa, whoa. Let me roll that back there. Let's get a guy who has said he knows how to make puppets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because these puppets weren't controlled very... Every time they attacked, it was very obvious. The, they only could attack the face so that the actor could hold them and then pretend <laughs> that they were being bit. The ghoulies have one point of articulation, their mouth, and yeah. that's it. Like, I think maybe at one point I saw an arm move, but well, other than that, they just stood there static almost the entire time. Kitty cat ghoulie moves its <laughs> eyes. <laughs> oh, I love a cute little oh, kitty it's cat It's like someone ghoulie. just threw it like a football and like, ah! Well, let me give you the back of the VHS box. You know, I'm actually really excited for this. They'll get you in the end. That's the tagline. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they Genius. did get me. They got my streaming dollars. I will say that this box art is so misleading and misrepresentative of what you're getting when you watch the film. Well, the ghoulie does come out of the toilet. It delivers what it promises. Finally, at like yeah. the last 10 minutes of the movie. But yeah. Well, my I, stupid ass paid 15 bucks for this because I forgot your password for your account. So. You're welcome. Enjoy ghoulies for your life. God. I thought this was like a toy soldier situation because the ghoulie on the cover looks like a like a toy. It's very well, shiny. He's also wearing suspenders and a little tiny shirt. And I they... loved that. I loved the clothing. I was like, this little guy's going to school. And that's what I mean, misrepresentation. Yeah. We never get ghoulies in clothes. In three, they wear college clothes. Okay. Yeah. Something to look forward to. Yeah. So, <laughs> little wallet chains. Uh, you know, Leatherman jackets. It's amazing. So they, anyway, this isn't about three, but how they get clothed, so dumb. They fall into a pile of clothes and just come out. Beautiful. <laughs> Conveniently wear clothes. <laughs> That works for me. Anyway, the back of the VHS. Enter the strange and mystic world of the ghoulies, the box office sensation that melds the humor and suspense of E.T. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shit. 
and the mischievous scheming of gremlins with the devilish <laughs> taste of the occult. Ghoulies star some of Hollywood's brightest young talent, including Lisa Pelican from Swing Shift and Jennifer, Jack Nance from Dune and Eraserhead, and Scott Thompson from Police Academy, and Tamara Detro, the diminutive star who actually played E.T. That's in parenthesis. What? <laughs> On Jonathan Graves' 18th birthday, he and Eric... He's 18. Yeah, did they ever <laughs> say that? They said they were, they were, they were college kids, and I was like, bullshit. The man is 37. <laughs> I looked it up. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. I was like, this this kid hasn't been 18 he's for a long time. He's not a kid, and he's an adult. Yeah. Uh, on Jonathan Graves' 18th birthday, he inherits a rambling old mansion from his deceased parents. In his explorations, Jonathan begins unlocking secret powers left by his witchcraft meddling father in his home. He accidentally summons up Grizzle and Grittigut, Two elves who are now bound to serve Jonathan in payment for their release. Did you know they're elves? Did they know they're elves. That was not an accident. <laughs> <laughs> With the help of his elven friends, Jonathan <laughs> delves deeper into the secrets of black magic and quickly gets in way over his head. His innocent incantations. Innocent. innocent what? Innocent. They're really playing this guy up to be a good guy. <laughs> yeah. His innocent incantations unleash the ghoulies, a group of evil little creatures who begin plotting a reign of destruction. Not really. Beware, the ghoulies are here. That is, that could be sued for libel. Yeah. Like that back <laughs> of the box could literally be sued. Did they watch the second movie and get the main char like, characters confused? Because like in the second one, it was an accident. He was very intentionally trying to summon apparently elves. They're like Nor like Viking I elves. Norwegian. Yeah, I was kidding, but I thought <laughs> Viking is like Viking elves. I don't, okay, sure. They look like, like they're from like Willow. They literally look like they walked off the set of Willow. Yeah, and these are Hollywood's brightest youngs. Well, one, the guy's 37. No <laughs> man's not Riska Hagate either. Oh, yeah, so. there's a bright young star. She wasn't famous yet. Doesn't matter. Uh, this, this back of the box, like I said, will be sued yeah. for libel at some point. Oof, this was so much wrong with it. Well, this one was put up by Empire Pictures. Uh, they did several movies like Trancers, Dolls, and a lot of that stuff. Uh, this was Charles Band's company before he founded Full Moon Features. Mm. So Empire's was his company, but they had some legal and money trouble. Probably because of the back of this box. <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw this one was a success. And off of the money he was making on this stuff, he went and bought a castle in Italy. Can't play. Look, I don't knock the hustle, man. That's amazing. Great work. <laughs> if if this is what the people want, then good Why for him. Why buy a castle? I, I don't get They're that. They're very hard to keep I cool and warm. Like well, he took the castle and he turned it into a studio. That's where they filmed Castle Freak and a bunch okay. of other stuff like that. He also purchased like an Italian movie production company Can around there. Can we just buy, buy the rights to Ghoulies and Spookies and have Ghoulies versus Spookies? Why hasn't that happened yet? That's what I want to know. We had Devil Dolls versus Puppet Master. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. The, is the Ghoulies like a thing in 2022 though i think if you went out and asked 10 people about the ghoulies you'd get zero out of 10 who look if rob zombie you, could do the monsters we can do the ghoulies that's right maybe if you showed him the like the we'll if they were our age, zombie to be in it okay yeah if she they were, can complete she can be fish ghoulie she'd do great at that <laughs> if they were our age and you showed them the box cover maybe they'd be like oh yeah i remember seeing that at blockbuster or whatever I think the age range is important. Yes. Anybody our age or above would probably still remember Ghoulies, but you're right. I think you could show it to kids nowadays, and they'd be like, oh, that looks cool. They'd watch it. And but then they'd be like, this is fucking terrible. I don't think the movie's that bad. We get, we get canceled on Twitter for recommending this movie. <laughs> I mean, 
How? How? Like, how do you? I, I don't think we should ask these questions anymore because we're never going to find an answer to how or why Ghoulies yeah. is Ghoulies. But um, yeah, I think you're we right. should definitely no get answer. into the movie because there's plenty for us to complain about in that. And can I just say, I tried to come to this uh, charitably. I was like, this, <laughs> this is a cheap 80s movie. So like, I don't even care that the Ghoulies uh, look like trash. And, and and can't articulate, and the effects are really bad. God, I mean, I wish they looked like trash. The plot just doesn't make sense, but we'll get to it. I think the plot makes sense. What? Yeah. No, the, the plot does make sense. It's just in, a shit plot. Okay, in the, the the broadest strokes, but the actions of the individual. Okay, it gets kicked off <laughs> because they're like, "Hey, let's play the all these games," and then Jonathan's like, "You know what? Uh, let's me. do excuse a me. ritual." And everyone's let's like, "Fuck yeah, rich, dumb!" But any dumber than a ritual? What party have you ever gone to where people are like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna ri- ritual"? Great idea. I well, actually that- have a note here that says, "Why don't we dabble more in satanic black magic?" You guys, I think it was. A thing of the 80s, Johnny. Remember the gate? They did that in the gate and started doing seances Satanic and shit. Panic, man. Yeah, maybe. Busting out that Ouija board, you know. Is, if that's the a party we're O-I- like O-I-G. in the 80s. <laughs> uh, I guess I missed it out. I missed out of it because... I, if I were at a party and someone suggested a ritual, I think we'd all just laugh. John, like that was 54 years old in my mind back then. I didn't do any of that stuff. Uh, I was negative one when this movie came out. So this is what people were doing before Cards Against Humanity came out. I guess, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why haven't those guys done a satanic like ritual box set yet? They should. Uh, the guy who did the music is Richard Band. Okay. I know Richard Band did the music for this and I was pissed because this soundtrack does not fit anything that goes on on the screen. I thought it was a good soundtrack. During the sex scene, when the ghoulie is creeping on them, there is like music that sounds like the Urukai are about to march on fucking Mordor. It's like, <laughs> what the hell? Like every choice they do in this is so ass backwards. But like, there's times where it's like people are like about to blatantly kill. It's like, doot, 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 doot. It's like a Merry Melodies fucking Looney Tunes cartoon half the time. But Garrett, if you have not banged to the Lord of the Rings soundtrack, try it. Oh, that shit right? yeah. yeah. slaps and bangs. When that, sh- when that Shire theme comes on, you know it's going to get dirty. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, this uh, movie's rated PG-13, John. So you were asking who is this movie for. I think it's Baby's first horror movie. One of those. Wow. Well, think about it. All the teens were like hearing about the like the horror films and stuff like that. There was a the younger kids wanted this stuff. So let's make something that actually they can go see. Cause think about it. Like you couldn't get into the R movies back then, but like, okay. So you saw gremlins, right? And then this comes out the next year and you're like, Oh shit, this looks like gremlins. And then you go and this is what you saw. How are you not turned off a genre entirely? Yeah. You'd be like, I, <laughs> can I get my two fifty or whatever movie tickets called, you know, but like 75 cents. I have no idea what movies the cost. Thing in is the you're, 80s. Compar- you're comparing it to stuff like nowadays though. And back then though, it was very, again, Friday the 13th, part one, not that good of a movie. The Mama Voorhees surprise is pretty wild and pretty fun, but that was a very slow, boring movie. And the thing is that that was hailed as like, oh my God, that's amazing. Again, it was just a different time, man. Yeah, but they... But there were good movies. Gremlins, that movie holds up. That is a great but film. That's like one of the few rare, rare horror exceptions. Though. Poltergeist holds like, up. Gangster. When did, Polter- when did Poltergeist come out? 84, 85, 80 something. Shitty horror was more acceptable back then. I guess it's still acceptable now. We That's see a lot true. of modern shitty horror Trust too. Trust me. <laughs> good Amazon Prime. That's where ghoulies would be today. 
1982. Came, Poltergeist? Yeah. Yeah, because it came out with Wrath of Well, that's of funny because Ghoulies 4 is now streaming on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Told so, you. There's no trailer for it. I watched that trailer for all three of them and I was like, oh, wow, these like look like really entertaining. And I was like, that's a bait and switch. And the fourth one has this like busty lady on the cover, like in some like latex or like like leather outfit. There's no trailer. And I was like, mm-hmm, guys, see what you're doing there. They couldn't even find two and a half minutes of good footage. <laughs> well, I think this one's fun enough if you can get that mindset of like going to a movie rental store and renting something thing on a Friday night. Like Maybe I said, that's why. When you rented something <laughs> back in the day, you were stuck with it for two days, so yeah. you had to enjoy it, because it was like, you couldn't go back and be like, oh, let's pick something else real quick. You were yeah. like, I've, I've got to sit and live with this choice. Now, to be fair, I thought Ghoulies 2 was Ghoulies 1. <laughs> I thought we were going to do the Carnival one, and I screwed us over. I should have stuck with our rule of what doing the second movie first, yeah. but well, I, I blew think, it. I think you said that. We were talking about it early on. You were just like, wait. I was like, the second one's were that the carnival. You're like, I think, I think Ghoulies 2 is part one. And I was like, well, it's too late now. Yeah, we already said it. Yeah, so here we are. What else do we want to say about it before we actually get into the plot? I mean, nothing. Like, I feel like we're just beating it up or I'm just beating it up. You know, I think, and that's a good point. Like, it's all about judging it by its time and if you're stuck with it or not. Because like nowadays, the problem with a movie like Ghoulies is why would I finish watching this, right? I'm 30 minutes in. This movie sucks. I'm just going to turn it off and go watch something else that's good. Like I could go watch Barbarians instead and save $15. I love that about you, John, because even if I start a shitty fucking movie that's absolutely trash and I hate it, I'll finish the fucking movie. I'm one of those people that will suffer. I'm just like, oh, God, this is horrible. Why did I pick this? Well, we've only got like 48 minutes left. I guess we got to do this. No, Garrett, life is short and there is good stuff out there that I want to get to. So, But I think if you handed ghoulies to a 12-year-old and had them watch it, they might enjoy it. I don't think so. You don't think 12 so? 12 year olds get maybe, at us. Maybe not a modern 12 year old because yeah. their, their attention span is a little <laughs> bit shorter than what this movie offers, but. I, uh, I don't I don't think so. I think this is a, a fun friend movie. If you watch it with other people where you can like rip on it as you're like watching it and make jokes and stuff like that, it's quite enjoyable. Also, it has sex in that the, the only gory well, scene in well, the beginning. Well, hold on, hold on. Barely. It, it has is... sex in the way that, you know, I have a six pack. There's muscle there, but you can't see it. <laughs> but, I mean, it's probably sensitive for a 12-year-old this day and age. And then, then there's that gore, no, what looks to be the best scene in the movie when the ghoulie bursts out of that lady's chest. That's like right in the beginning. Talk about setting false Wait, expectations. was that a ghoulie busting out of her chest? I thought he just made her chest burst. Oh, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Her chest blew up, and yeah, I was like, oh. it, I thought Stuart Copeland from the police just basically made her chest burst. <laughs> yeah, I don't know exactly. You're right. I, I guess I... They just I don't think a ghoulie came a out because no, one of the ghoulies the covers its eyes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's too much to handle. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I was making this movie better in my head. So <laughs> if the ghoulies acted like the three stooges throughout this whole movie, I think it'd be a lot better. Uh, watch number three. Okay. It's much more comedic. Than does, also, he, does, what, does fish ghoulie drop to the floor and go, whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> It's like bullshit like that. Yeah. They're controlled by a comic in number three. Oh, I know. Which so, is uh, the old man from... Uh, Who's doing creep show vibes? Yeah. yeah. It, that one, that is the one we should be doing. That one's actually a good movie. Uh, well, no, it's not. I take <laughs> that back. Let me walk that way back. That one's actually funny and uh, uh, it's got a lot of boobs. It's entertaining. So, yes. Uh, Tell me more about the boobs, John. Uh, they're everywhere. <laughs> like every 15 minutes. Um, anyway, let's just talk about the plot of Ghoulies <laughs> because we're, much like this movie, we're never going to get anywhere if we don't push play. Well, Ghoulies starts off with a satanic ritual happening in the basement with all these cult members lined up in sheets. And it's Wait, so sheets, you mean bed sheets. Yeah. They that's are what literally I mean. <laughs> wrapped up in bed sheets. Well, they're robes ish, eh. you know. 
it's interesting to think, okay, so 18 years before 1985 is when this was happening. Right. And they all looked like they were out of the 80s. So they didn't really make them 60s uh, vibed. The cult leader up front, he's got glowing green eyes. He's wearing horns and he's about to sacrifice a baby. And this yeah. woman in the front seat is like, you said you wouldn't do that. And not, not our baby. He's yeah. like, I lied, bitch. <laughs> stab. <laughs> well, he goes to stab. Yeah. And she stops him. And she puts a necklace around his neck. And when he tries to get the baby, he starts getting electrical shocks. Wait, what? I She put yes. the necklace around his neck? This mm-hmm. was one of my around favorite the baby. things in the oh, movie. Oh, the baby. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He, he's like, she puts a chain on him and he's like, this baby's blood will flow. And then he gets like static electric shock and he's like, get this kid out of here. <laughs> <laughs> out of my sight. But then the woman's got to take the place of the kid. Yeah. So more or less, like John says... They do a bunch, of ch- a bunch of chanting. His eyes are glowing green. I like the green eye effect. I yes. thought that was pretty cool. There's a, there's a scene later on where um, Beverly, I guess, is the girl's name or Rebecca. Who's Rebecca is the girlfriend. Yeah. Okay, Rebecca. He says Becky a lot. Yeah, yeah. He's he's all, he's all, she's like your eyes. You've changed. I just can't look at it. And I was like, his eyes already look way cooler than they, now than they did before. I was like, I would love to have someone be like, yo, check out my glowing green eyes. Like, are you, do you have radioactive poisoning? Do you need to get it to a doctor? <laughs> but this is like the best scene in the movie. Her chest starts like pulsating, very alien style. And then pops. And like uh, I said, the ghoulies are present for all this. They're yeah. just kind of hanging out in the, in the uh, nooks and crannies of this room. Yes. And uh, yeah, apparently they cover their eyes. This is yeah. too ghoulish for the ghoulies. It's too much. And then we fast forward to 1985, AKA present day for the movie. Yeah. We see a 37 year old, 18 year old <laughs> who is walking around this, this, the, what is not a house? Is it a mansion? It must it's be a mansion. mansion. It's a yeah. huge mansion. Yeah. I actually like the set. The set's probably the best part of this movie. It, it is sufficiently creepy. They got the cool statues. They do a good job of lighting and filming it for these grown adults who are apparently 18. <laughs> <laughs> Classic 80s doing their 80s thing. This has got to be the worst. So 18 to 37. I wonder if that's the greatest gap uh, of an actor because that is something else. Somebody looked at him and goes, you look like a college kid. No, I would say, <laughs> oh, no way. I was going to say Rodney Dangerfield and back to school, but he was supposed to be old. Yes, yeah, he was playing <laughs> his right age. I don't know why I thought he was playing a teenager <laughs> in that movie. Remember, you're a melon. But we find out that the baby grew up to be Jonathan, who has inherited this place. Wolfgang was in the cult event in 18 years prior, and he's been kind of the groundskeeper since then. But also his parent. He yeah. throws that out there really weirdly. He's like, Wolfgang was like my only parent. Like, did he talk to you at all? Well, you guys also forget, like right before we actually get to him, uh, to Jonathan walking the grounds, we get a voiceover from Wolfgang, which we don't know is Wolfgang at the time, but it's all like, Jonathan grew up to be a, oh, no, the baby grew up to be a healthy boy. I protected him the best I could. I made sure he never knew the true meaning of his terrible lineage. Blah, 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 blah. And then we smash cut to yeah. Jonathan walking the ground with, <laughs> oh, maybe His he has geriatric girlfriend. <laughs> maybe he has Benjamin Button <laughs> disease, and that's why he looks this way. All right, maybe. that's my new head cannon. Because uh, I I thought he was like yeah thirty five. Well, how about we talk about this half buried headstone with a pentagram on it? Very weird on the grounds. Yeah, it's just there. <laughs> I just remove it, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean Wolfgang's the guy who t- like tends the land like did he bury that dude there or did like he is he been taking care of the grave like why not just relocate the body someplace not to the site of power you would great, think great question you know well, make the, make the corpse take a bus to get back to where he needs to basically <laughs> do his ritual at least a yeah. lot of good que- did jonathan grow up in this place 
No, no. He said he said oh, the the voiceover. He's like he sent the baby off or whatever. But then Jonathan also said Wolfgang was his like guardian. So did Wolf? It, you know, it doesn't matter. Fast yeah, forward. Yeah, why are this. you asking these dumbass questions <laughs> that no one in the fucking writing staff bothered to even ask themselves? Point is, we meet Wolfgang again, creeping up on Jonathan's girlfriend. He just, it's classic 80s. We're looking at this creepy headstone, pan up. There he is, just like smelling her hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little much. But he was yeah. right. That she's like, ah. And, and Jonathan's like, oh, this is Wolfgang. And Wolfgang's just fucking dead eye staring this whole time. Why didn't he respond? I know, because later he talks. So, we know he can talk he just chose not to he was busy doing mental narration yeah i guess because he you know they like directly ask him questions hi how are you How's i love him walking followed around the whole movie just narrating everything they did and it's like it was that time jonathan went down the stairs like bro i'm right here another girl runs out of jonathan's room disappointed <laughs> But the place is in pretty bad shape, so I don't know what the fuck Wolfgang's been doing this whole time. Caretaking what exactly? I'll tell you this what house is in shitty condition. He's been cutting, taking care of business. Right? He's been cutting out pictures of like Jesus out of magazines and pasting them on his wall. Wait, is that a thing that was in the movie? Yeah, when you see his room, it is all loaded up with religious imagery. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to be honest. My eyes and my brain just started glazing over at points in this movie. So there's going to be plenty of me being like, wait, oh, that happened? It's fine because we see Wolfgang here. We see him in his room. And then we do not see him again for the rest of the movie until the end. Even though there is a party, people are screaming. And they didn't invite Wolfgang to the party. Uh, That's that, kind of fucked up. That is fucked Yo. Well, he didn't say hi. Yeah, <laughs> Wolfgang could have gotten some quim, as it oh, were. Oh, <laughs> I bet Wolfgang could party. You know, if you're named Wolfgang, you could party. Also, Would Wolf you like to do a mini about Wolfgang, John? Because you're yes. just going on and on I got here. a lot of questions. Can he, we talk about ghoulies? He didn't look a day older. Can we get to the ghoulies? <laughs> well, he definitely didn't age. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he grew a beard, I think. Yeah. And now, oh, that's what you do in 18 years. Yeah. They go down the, to the ghoulies. Don't come to the last thirty minutes of this movie, so we, we've got a lot to get through. They show up. They just don't do anything for a <laughs> <Yeah>. while. <laughs> for a while. <laughs> so they go downstairs into the basement. and They start clearing away some of the rubble and dirt in there, and they find symbols on the ground down there. Jonathan realizes something was going on. Yeah, like so. Do the symbols? He's in college, by the way. He put that together <laughs> because he's a college kid. Yeah. But. <laughs> Using my college skills. Do you think like these? things call to him and that's how he kind of innately knows yes there there is a there is a kind of like a weird like he's called to it because when he gets that little book he finds that little black magic book he's like very like into like reading it and learning it it kind of puts in this trance of like i gotta try this you know even though he's not really sure why he's doing it it's not full hypnosis but he's definitely got like a kind of like an yeah, uh, it must a desire be. to do it because yeah the next day he's like becca becky rebecca i've decided to Bex. quit college uh, I'm going to become a, I'm going to fix this place up, even though that's Wolfgang's job. And Rebecca's like, that seems, why is he still on the payroll? Yeah. It seems like a very rash decision. And he's yeah. like, I've made my mind up. Drop out of college to fix up this dump. Why couldn't you do that in your off time, man? Yeah. In between periods. Well, let's, let's point out though, <laughs> the, the, a couple scenes later when she comes back over, she's like, I think this is a terrible idea. And then she comes back over and he's like, look what I've done. And he like put like a, a, a place, a, a, a tablecloth and a couple candles down. She's like, I love what you've done with the place. Like he did nothing yeah. to this place. <laughs> he swept up and that was about it. Well, I don't even on. know who did that. No, we had the montage of him cleaning and kicking cardboard boxes down the stairs. That's true. You know, oh, we I, saw a little bit of work. It going was classic uh, college kid cleaning. He shoved all the dirt into a closet. <laughs> and I was like, we're never going to open this door. Um, so what do you do once you've done all that? 
you decided to throw a party with all your friends. Well, that was Becky's idea. Oh. Yeah. She was like, I think we should have a party here. Why not? It's not like we can make the place any worse. It's already shit. And Jonathan's (laughs) like, you just told me you liked what I did with the place. (laughs) Honestly, though, if you inherit a mansion, have a fucking party. Straight up. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And then we get there. We meet all of their friends that would never be friends in real life. And what do you think of these characters, John? Okay. So let's see. We've got two guys who... I mean, I They're think st- we're gay. They Car- were, they were, but they weren't. Yeah, they were '80s gay. They were coming up on like a moped with cans. It was a moped. It was a three wheeler. Three wheeler. Full size three wheeler with a ten foot pole with a little like pirate flag on top yeah. of it. <laughs> so we meet them, and one of the dudes falls off immediately. I was like, "How did you make it over here, dude?" Yeah, amazing. Mm. Well, they didn't stop. It was when he stopped. <laughs> motion sickness. It happens every time. Uh, Chavez, fetch me my three-wheeler. I'm going partying. <laughs> They're supposed to be, I guess, the comic relief of the f- movie. They're not funny at all. Not even a little bit. <laughs> They're the opposite. They, they suck any fun out of a scene. So they then we meet uh, Dick, who's like the cool friend, I guess. They're supposed to be the ladies' think friend. Like, think like proto-Andrew Dice Clay, but if he was like completely uncool. He was like part greaser. Yeah. You know, that comb back hair and that like, pompadour look. Very strange. Mm-hmm. So very he, open, open shirt that showed his chest. We see him by you know we're introduced to him hitting on the girls, and he asks one of his friends to, or one of these girls to direct him to the nearest beer. He's that kind of <laughs> no, guy. No, 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 no. Hold on. Give this scene the credit okay, it fucking okay. deserves. All right. First off, we introduce we're introduced to Dick and Mark, aka Toad Boy as they're standing next to a statue and a girl walks by and then uh, Dick goes, you should have seen the quim that I poked last night. Classic Dick. And then Mark, a.k.a. Toad Boy, and all his, you know, cool candor does a stupid little voice and he goes like, Toad Boy needs Tum Tum for his something? Or no, I, I have it here. Okay, please tell me because, my God, I when this happened, I almost turned it off. <laughs> this is like 15 minutes in. Yes. So first off, stop calling him Mark because he disgraced Marks everywhere, <laughs> including myself. He's wearing a Huxtable vest. Yep. And he talks in it's this like little... Miss Sweater. <laughs> and he talks in this high-pitched voice and he says, I'm so unhappy. Toad Boy needs some sweet meats for his tum. Okay, hold on. You can't tell us not to refer to him as Mark when you do a perfect Toad yeah. Boy impression, That was a Mark. real good one. I thought he was here. <laughs> the secret is, is we can all be Toad Boy. <laughs> <laughs> comes with the territory. Uh, uh, it comes with the name. Yeah. But these powers, I'd be quick. <laughs> and we move into the kitchen, classic 80s style. That's mm. where all the girls are. And he, he leans up against the fridge. He puts his arm up like, ladies. And then he stares at him. The girls look at him like, what the fuck do you want? And he's like, can you direct me towards a beer? What, what, what really got me, though, is like all these girls in this movie are very pretty. Yes. I think they're extremely 80s attractive and regular for, for attractive. For 30-year-old women, yes, yeah. they are. <laughs> well, <laughs> as we're all 30 and plus-year-old men, it makes sense that... Yes. <laughs> One of these girls went out on a date with Toad Boy. Yes. The and they're like, like, It's yeah. like, why? She was... I thought by far the finest one of the bunch went on a date with someone who talks about himself in the third person and calls himself. Well, Toll she Boy. said she's like, did he do the voice? She's like, yeah, I don't know. And I was just like, no, you know, um, I keep sounding like I'm going through puberty as I talk here, guys. I'm sorry, listeners. You got to deal with this this whole episode. <laughs> yeah, but it was basically in the tone of, oh, you scamp. Maybe, you're being a you're being a little toady boy today. But do they fuck or not? She keeps fooling around with them yeah. later in front of the fountain. She was DTF. Maybe she's but, into that voice. Maybe she is secretly 
really into that. That's her kink. Here's the thing. I think what happened. She totally DTF, but Toeboy in classic nerd fashion cannot read that. He does not know what is <laughs> happening. He is confused and doesn't know how to close the deal. That's this what is I think. Highly misrepresentative of the eighties. No boy, oh, no men like sure. Toad Boy was picking up women like that. I think maybe Speak nowadays. Speak for yourself, but... Mark. <laughs> what, when you were six? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So yeah, Dick introduces himself to, I think it's Becca, right? Rebecca? He, yeah, he, I think so. Yes. And he's like, my friends call me Dick. You can call me Dick. By the way, he's my favorite character. That's how low the bar is on these characters. I love he's this my favorite character. The scene where he my comes, favorite customer, doggy. The scene where he comes downstairs, he's like, looks like the dick gets lucky again or says yes. some bullshit like that. Yep. And then later he's wearing these sunglasses with fucking wipers on him. Love him. Yeah, dude. we'll get to the sunglass dinner party he's in a, a little gangster. while. But Do you see why I still had fun with this movie? Because it's so fucking dumb. Well, yeah. this, this is the part where I was like, okay, I'm into this because again, my love of shitty, shitty movies, I was like, okay, this is terrible. Like I'm, I'm totally sold. But the problem is, is at this point, nothing happens in this movie uh, for a long fucking period of time. Correction. We get one of the white guys doing break dancing. Oh, oh so young keeper Sutherland. Dude. I was like, is someone going to help him? Is he having a seizure? And then pills and cigarettes his, pour out of no, his pockets. No, it's weed. They're joints, dude. He's the drug oh, guy. Well, He's the I one know that, the drugs. But I figured they were just regular cigarettes. No, no, no. no. Those, well, are his, those are his Lucy's. Doesn't matter. Point is, it's really, really shitty. And then, of course, got to end on a on a quote-unquote joke. He goes, oh, I think I hurt my head. And his friend's like, oh, I thought you heard something important. Uh-huh. But about bow. <laughs> yeah, that's Funny. the kind of shit is in this movie. But then we cut to them just sitting in like in, in like a semicircle going, should we play hide-and-seek? Should we play... The party's wound down. They say hide-and-seek. They say... Charades. Charades. Strip poker. S- trivial pursuit. Yes. Yeah. Strip, per- trivial Strip pursuit. Strip poker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, stri- yeah that, that was Dick's uh, suggestion, of course. And then, and then old Jonathan's like, "How about a séance in the basement?" And they're like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was waiting. I didn't want to say it, but I was hoping somebody would. That's the ticket, Jonathan. Let's go. And they run down there like the Scooby Gang. <laughs> it's like the guy that brings a board game to a party and just like keeps bringing it up. Like, maybe we should play this, you guys. <laughs> right. And to be clear, we didn't quite touch on it, but Jonathan found a grimoire. I think Garrett said a black magic book, but it's got all kinds of spells mm-hmm. and drawings of sacrificial circles. It and was things his like that. father's priest book or whatever yeah also his ceremonial robes that look really shitty that scene went on forever That's oh my god that basement scene was so tedious yes. and what looks like a trident this is like one of my legitimate complaints about this movie it could be 15 percent better if they cut the chanting down a lot most movies are smart enough to realize that audiences don't want to hear people talk imaginary languages for five minutes straight no, you're wrong <laughs> The way you fix that is you do what they did in the last chanting scene where you basically have <laughs> ghoulies and ladies and people in be- bed sheets like wrapped over their head going, ah, like all with their mouths agape as everyone chants the stupidest sounding thing ever. Best scene that in the movie. That me the fuck up. And then when it ends, that girl goes, oh, and she just stops out of nowhere. Like, oh, we're done chanting. Oh, again, this movie has like such like great, like really shitty movie like moments that I just really love, but it's so long. Like I, and I think it's only like 120 minutes. <laughs> Listeners, but. I'll have this posted on our social media, the screaming we're talking about. <laughs> Even the corpse yeah. doesn't. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the- <laughs> this is worth the price of admission. And, and the, the captions are the best part. They just say all screaming. <laughs> So they do a seance, a makeshift seance. He draws like a chalk circle around his friends and he basically calls forth the demon, but it doesn't seem to have worked. 
But it did because he's like, everyone's like, this is dumb. We're out of here. Well, and he's they, like, they keep interrupting and he gets so fucking he pissed. Does. He's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. Because <laughs> one of them's being yeah. jokey, like pretend screaming and Which everything. Which is what people would do in that situation. Oh, yeah. But. but I think you're right. I think this stuff is calling out to him from his lineage. Like his father was the necromancer we yeah. saw at the beginning of the movie. Yep. So like it's getting to him, you know? Yeah, he gets mad serious. And then they finally break up and yeah, it looks like a whole bunch of nothing happens. And he's like, oh, I got to dismiss the demon. And they're like, yeah, all right. You know, get no, no, fucked. He goes, he goes, I got to dismiss the demon too. Where's the bathroom? Yeah, that's a good line. Uh, <laughs> it's for this movie anyway. <laughs> and then they all run Not upstairs. Not for Top Gun Maverick 2. Uh, obviously not. Yeah. Come on now. You're going to miss dialogue. Like I got the need, the need for demons. That's what should have been in this Jesus movie. Jesus Christ. Cut his mic. Top right. scare. <laughs> Let me see a Top Gun horror movie. <laughs> anyway, what happens next? I can't. <laughs> so, so defeated. So anyway, <laughs> how do you follow up Top Scare? That was a great idea. So well, after they all, after they leave the basement, you see smoke start to come and you right. see a teleportation, like bluish color. And then we get our first ghoulie into this realm. Yes. It's the rat ghoulie, I believe. I think so. Rat or cat? Uh, rat a tat? <laughs> rat a tat tat. Rat a cat cat. Anyway, um, it's one of yes. them. Uh, a ghoulie. He gives her the charm. Right. He's, he's using a fireplace to make him like heat the coin and he scratches all the stuff into it. Yes. Yeah, so he, so then it's like a montage of him making this charm. Push which, it to the limit. That'd be amazing. <laughs> which he then gives to Rebecca and she takes it and looks at it as if like, this is definitely a gift I don't want. But she's like, oh, it's so beautiful. And it's like this like just gunmetal gray charm that he carved in like, protective runes, I guess. It's way more intricate than I think Jonathan has skill for. Yeah, well, he's scratching at it like a like a child hitting like a like plastic peg with a, like a rubber hammer. He's like, what yeah. the hell? And then like, it's all like, look at this detailed work. It's like, why is a hammer involved? You would really need something much smaller. He somehow massaged some real detail into this piece. <laughs> Chiseled it into it. <laughs> yeah. But this is the part where he actually quits school. Because after he's done this, like, you know, uh, Becky comes over and he was all like, I know what I'm going to do with my time. I'm going to drop out of school and I'm going to do stuff around here. And she's gonna like, be a blacksmith. A terrible fucking idea. And he's like, here, I made this for you. And she looks at it. Like, I mean, I love this about people when like someone you care about gives you something and you're just like, oh, that's really the thought's really important. But like sometimes you have to be like, I can't wear this. This is ugly. If you give a gift and they go, oh, take it back. Take aborts. OK, you've you've gone <laughs> wrong. But he says something to the effect of like wear this and you'll be safe forever. Never take it off. Which, is that like the necklace that it's the same they put one on the baby? Yes. Yeah. Oh. I guess he just made another one, though. Yeah, what happened to the OG one? Wolfgang has it, I guess. Who knows? I guess so. Useless Wolfgang, hiding in the corners in the shadows, not helping out at all. He wasn't like, man, I hear a lot of banging and fire coming out of the house. I should investigate that. Right. Half of this movie is now going to be Jonathan scouring off to the basement, repainting his you know, ceremonial circle, circles and Latin symbols. Why didn't Wolfgang see any of this? Because what is he doing? Mowing. They didn't have ride. Mo <laughs> they didn't have riding mowers back then. My man had a push mower, and he had yards, acres to mow. They should have said like he's off at a you know, a caretakers conference or something. <laughs> like he's out of town. It's time for our annual Wolfgang convention. There you go. 
but yeah, he's down like Jonathan. He's down there shivering and he's like wearing the robes like seemingly every night. He's staring at the tombstone with the pentagram on it. And Jonathan stops eating. He starts he's fasting. F- right. And Rebecca's like, fine, I guess I'll make myself my own dinner then. It's like, yeah, she stomps out because she's pissed because like Jonathan's changing. She's not liking the, the change that's happening. And then he's like, well, fine, I don't need her. I'll go do more satanic rituals in the basement. And so he goes down there and he calls forth the three demon gods and um, like he makes it rain inside his basement. And right. he's like, it works. I've summoned the, the ultimate power of like the demonic lords. And it's like, wait, this is what they do. I was so upset with like this show of power. It's I was like Captain like, Planet. He turned the sprinkler on, bro. Well, he's hanging out with the ghoulies now. They're all down in the basement, oh, too. Let's talk about the ghoulies during this scene because they react like monkeys watching a magician do a magic trick. Like everything he does, every little wave of his hand, they're just like, what? It's like they're so excited and intrigued by everything. But you could argue they've seen this a million times. Well, I was going to ask you guys, where are we putting the ghoulies in terms of intelligence? It you varies know, by very movie. Low, very low. In this movie, yeah, they are in the below dogs. I mean, they are they are dumb. <laughs> they're in special classes, Mark. Oh. It, by, but in three, they can talk and they have idea. I mean, they're still dumb. Wait, they talk in three? Like full dialogue. Holy shit. They have full conversation. Why don't we start with three, man? Other. Three is the sleeper hit of the series, y'all. I bet, it, I bet you should have put that on your list. I bet it's got 75% Rotten Tomato. I'm just kidding. It's probably got like a seven. <laughs> but in this movie, very dumb. Because they're like astonished by everything, but also have the capability of drawing very intricate runes and patterns on their beds. So who knows? Well, I know in like the second one, they actually do stuff. The ghoulies actually do things. Yes, they capture people. They're more gremlin-like in ghoulies too. Yes. Well, they got the budget to make them move. <laughs> and this one, they got the budget to put them on hands and hide them behind furniture. Yeah. I mean, what's interesting, Jonathan reacts to Rebecca being like, hey, you're being really weird. Like every D&D kid does when their mom is like, you're spending too much time. D just storms downstairs, puts on his robes and starts chanting. Yeah, he makes it rain. He's like, yeah. it worked. You guys did it. I'll call you later. In the <laughs> classical <laughs> sense, he's not throwing dollar bills. No. That'd have been awesome, though. Actual rain. Yes. And then right around the time this ends, guess who walks in? Rebecca. He's <laughs> like my favorite scene. scene. He's like, oh, did, didn't know you were home. <laughs> it's like he got caught, like, jerking off. He's like, oh, uh, he totally freezes. And she's like, what are you doing down here? And he playing with the robes <laughs> yeah uh, nothing <laughs> it's nothing honest i swear i'll quit and she's like i'm fucking out of here dude <laughs> which is the proper response yes. if you walked in and saw your wife in your attic man and like chanting in robes what would you do well now i would immediately strip down yeah because only rad shit can happen from All that right. point so okay. you're like this is some weird kinky foreplay shit dude of course i mean if okay. they're if they're committing to the robe and they're like the whole like drawn on the floor action something mm-hmm. cool is gonna happen you may die in the process but what a story. So Garrett's all in. This day and age. Look, like, I would fuck a Cenobite. We know this already. <laughs> That's okay? true. This day and age, be like, I'm preparing for like the Renaissance Fair. Be like, oh, of course. Okay. Back good, in, good point. Yeah. In the 80s, it was very weird. Nowadays, it's like, oh, all right. Yeah, that's a Tuesday. So he gets all mopey for a while after Rebecca leaves. She, he like woos her back, though. He's like, oh, I'm baby, a, come back. I'm a different man now. I've put my robes away. <laughs> and she's like. You know, I love it when you talk robes to me. And they get to the most chaste sex scene ever. They Just do- describe it. Okay. In painful Just- detail. <laughs> Imagine. They're in bed laying together. Two scene. 
of the least romantic people you can possibly picture just kind of laying on top of each other. I don't know. Give Rebecca a little more credit than that. She's trying. She cares about, I almost called him Grizzleby, <laughs> um, um, Jonathan. They, I mean, like at least in most movies, they have pretend hip motions. There's no hip, nothing below the waist is moving. So either he just went in and was like, I can't move right now. Okay, John, let's stop right there before we Mark wanted excruciating details, (laughs) so I'm giving it to him. Point is, it is so chaste. And so we go below the bed, and there's a gremlin. I almost called him a gremlin. (laughs) There's a ghoulie drawing a very intricate pattern. And while he's drawing this pattern, Jonathan starts chanting Latin. And Rebecca's like, what? What? Are you chanting? (laughs) (laughs) Are you chanting again during sex? (laughs) And rightfully so, she like freaks out. And I thought this movie was going to take like a right turn because Jonathan was not letting her get up right away. But she fights her way free. And she's like, that's the last time you'll chant at me and storms out. And she leaves the house, right? Yeah, she's yeah. out of here. So he goes back down in the basement. He's like, I haven't summoned anything in about 12 minutes. So <laughs> my little is Jonathan like, is no longer summoned. So. This yeah. is like when, you get, when you get in trouble, you go, I'm going to play my trains. You yes. know, like right. he goes downstairs to pout and summon, you know, and uh, he does. He summons two of, two of my favorite characters from this movie. Who are apparently elves. Grizzle and Greedy Gut, (laughs) which I didn't know had names until they introduced themselves. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to laugh too hard, but um, they pop up and I was like, oh, no. I was like, like, what's going to happen with these characters? Like thing one and thing two, you know, it's like. uh, So they're they're dressed almost like barbarian, like wool or, you know, animal cloaks with Aquabat helmets, <laughs> you know what I mean, and and just to be clear, they're little people. Yes, they're they're about as high as the dude's waist, maybe shorter. Oh no, than shorter that. than that, Even like shorter than that. area, man. They were very short people. So I would not have picked up on elf. No, there was no pointy ears that I can remember. None. Well, elves aren't always like slender. They had pointy ears, but they? yeah, they're not always like tall and slender and stuff. That's like Tolkien shit. But like, I mean, the thing is, they were definitely like I thought they were like dwarf, like dwarf, troll that's what I thing thought too. type stuff. But they also gave him some makeup that really made him look a little bit rough. And I was like, man, these two are the best characters in the movie. After Dick, yeah. <laughs> what's that? What's that line from C Lab? I gotta have that Dick. <laughs> Grizzle and Greedy Gut, right? Grizzle.com. <laughs> They've been summoned in this triangle, and Jonathan's like, "Here, sip from the cup." You got to be loyal to me. Show me your loyalty. And they're like, ah, we can't break the triangle. Yeah, he's really insecure about people like being loyal to him. Yeah. Which turns out good for him. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was wise of him to think so. Yes. He's like, if you're worthy enough to serve me, you can drink from the cup without breaking the triangle. And they're like, okay. And they like make it levitate and they float go, they over go to back them. to back. Yeah. And they use their power. And I think they're rubbing something. It looks like they're rubbing their fingers yeah. again, like, <laughs> like an Italian guy. <laughs> hey, get over here. Ah, hot Samata over here. Uh, the cup on a string levitates towards them, and they both argue over who's going to drink first. And that cup is so empty, because they like basically turn it upside down while they're fighting over this cup. Yeah. But anyway, so they, they take the sip, and Jonathan's like, <laughs> Take ah. the sip. Take the sip. He's like, welcome to the family. So far, it's us and this gremlin, or sorry, this ghoulie over here. And then after Jonathan leaves, they're like, we're still going to be faithful to the other guy, right? Wink. Yeah. You know? But also, they're like, Oh, did they say that? Pretty much. Oh, okay. They're like, look, we can uh, do all kinds of cool shit. Like, what do you want? 
And Jonathan's like, I'll tell you what I want. I want Rebecca to love me. No, no. He says, I want power. And they go, we could do that. Yeah, easy. I was like, think bigger, my dude. Yeah. He's, but then he also is like, I want Rebecca to be enchanted or whatever. And they're like, no problem. For your other shit, though, you need seven Freds you're going to kill. When does this movie want you to think Jonathan's any hero type? He's being a piece of shit yeah. through the whole movie. He's bought in. Yeah, it he's trash. It would have been better if the, if the idea was that he's like being summoned or... Uh, Influenced. Influenced by the house, kind of like Amityville horror style, where you got to spend a little bit more time with regular Jonathan and you can see him degrading. Yeah. Because it just is like he finds this book and the next day he's just evil Jonathan. EJ. Well, even when they first introduced the characters, like they're walking through the grounds and she's like, well, blah, blah, blah. He like is very dismissive of her opinion. So I admit yeah, it's out the gate too. like Jonathan's kind of a douche. But anyway, so he he's like, you know, like, I want power. And they're like, and Rebecca. And he's like, I want her too. And they're like, okay, we can do that. And so then, like, we cut to them upstairs. And Rebecca comes over to, like, I don't know what she's doing there. I don't remember. But, like. I think she shows up to be like, hey, maybe I overreacted. Oh, no, no, no she, you didn't. No, she's like, she's like, you know what? I don't like what this place is doing to you. Let's leave now. Pack a bag. Let's you and I get out of here. We'll go live our lives elsewhere, you know, free of this place. And then he's like, I can't. Check this out. Look at my eyes. And she's like, I don't like it. I got to go. <laughs> and she, like, runs off. And then he goes back downstairs. And he's like. It didn't work. She doesn't love me. So two elves are standing there. They oh, dazzle right. her and she comes back. And yeah, she's immediately back on board yeah. in the trance. Exactly. Mm. And then he goes back. That's right. He, he, yeah. They show him that the power works, that he can control her. And so then classic she, good hero, nice guy right. of the 80s behavior. Mm -hmm. If you aren't brainwashing your significant other to love you, uh, are you even a good guy? Come on. Uh, holding captives isn't bad. No, not in the 80s. No, they didn't know about hostages yet. <laughs> <laughs> So, right, now they're going to throw another party, but this one seems much more proper and prim. It's a dinner party. Yeah, Except like for that everyone's wearing sunglasses of varieties. Well, okay, so let's think of big, big table, plenty of turkey, beef, big old feast happening, and from inside the turkey pops out one of the ghoulies. It's just like hanging out in the cavity of the turkey. <laughs> well, and the fish ghoulies in the clam chowder or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, the ghoulies are just in the food. And you're right. Everybody's wearing sunglasses, and I'm pretty sure Jonathan provided all the sunglasses to his guests when they showed so up. I know what this is. Because I actually had to do a little head cannon, but I kind of figured it out. And I was like, okay, Jonathan eyes, uh, Jonathan's eyes won't stop glowing green at this point. So to keep his friends from realizing something crazy is going on, they all wear sunglasses. And that's kind of the party theme. So they can't see okay. his crazy eyes because Rebecca's on board, too. And she's just like, you know, like she's got him. And she's kind of like, oh, don't worry about the dinner. Don't worry about this. Like, why aren't you guys eating? They're like, uh, we already ate. And she's like, yeah, we already ate. So, again, this is to keep them from catching on that something demonic is going on. I think there's a little more to the glasses, though. You're right about okay, the glowing fine. eyes. Prove me wrong, Mark. No one else sees the ghoulies. While they're well, fucking no, around in the food. Well, that's because that's because when he first summons the ghoulies, he's like, you will not be visible to anybody but me. And they're like, OK, like well, they don't say OK, but they nod their yeah. head in stupid mm, puppet fashion okay. until later in the movie. When yeah, he's, like, suddenly he's like, visible. until I tell you, that I you like my idea that the glasses stop them from seeing the ghoulies. Okay. They're magic glasses. They all brought their own glasses, though. They <laughs> well, have he's like, why do I have to wear these stupid things when he's got the one oh, with the windshield they, wipers on? Why wouldn't you buy the same glasses for everybody? Everyone has their own unique stuff. what he had glasses. left in the junk drawer. Yeah, these were <laughs> like glasses. These were from his personal collection. Okay. Jonathan wears these while he's he driving. He borrowed them from Wolf Wolfgang's uh, top drawer. Yes. That's right. Regardless, though, he's like, we're going to go to sleep now. You guys can hang out wherever you want and sleep here if you want. It's like, what? Yeah, it's very weird. And th so then they all go off into their own 
worlds or their own little mini They're going to go have fun because you're at a mansion. Why wouldn't you? I would just go home. Young, young, Kiefer, <laughs> young Kiefer Sutherland and his possibly gay cohort basically go and hide behind a wall and smoke a J. Or try to. They can't seem to find a light. True. Mariska Hargitay goes off with Toad Boy. He sneaks up on her and scares her. Ooh la la. And then uh, they really sit down on the edge of falling. a mm, an edge of a little falling. fountain where the the fish ghoulie is. It's like a really disgusting. Man, Wolfgang is so bad at his job. Drain the fountain, Wolfgang. It's right. just like pitch black algae water. And nope. then he starts like doing his toad voice and then starts tickling. He's like, I need Tom Tom. And he like starts tickling her and she's like, stop it, stop it. And then she's like, stop it. And like, he just keeps going like, dude. That wasn't quite, I mean, she was I think she was way herself. more playful than that. Yeah. She was kind of into it. She was it. screaming. In like a tickly, I'm having fun way. It, this no, was the most was, consensual part of the movie. I thought she was movie. getting killed multiple, multiple times because well, it kept like cutting to her scream. I was the very like, last one was. Yeah. yeah no, no, even like in the middle because I was like, oh my God, they get eaten by ghoulies and we're not going to get to see it. And then you go back and he's still tickling her. And I was like, what the hell? So in that little like tickle fight thing, her bracelet flies off into this murky little like fountain. And she's like, get my bracelet. And he's like, I got it. He, he reaches in and this is where he gets the sludge hand. Which is John? As John basically says, like he pulls it out, holds it within like a couple centimeters of his Ugh. face, and she's like, "Are you gonna play around? Or are you gonna find it?" Yeah, who would do that? Who would take this unknown substance and bring it right by their mouth? It really looked like he was gonna lick it. Uh, it was algae. Yeah, it was so gross. Like I, I own a fish tank. I'm He's telling you toad what, boy. You this don't is what he does. Want to scoop up algae with your hands? It is a disgusting substance. And instead, fish ghoulie jumps out at like warp speed and launches itself, herself. At the speed of a moving arm, it snatches onto his face like a puppet. Yes, itself. <laughs> itself. Yeah, yes. ghoulies gendered? I'd say genderless. Okay, itself. Well, let's keep him gender neutral. Right on his face, and he wrestles with it very unsuccessfully. Well, he, he holds it to his face and runs around as if it's attached to him. <laughs> In typical puppet-like movie fashion in the 80s where everyone holds the puppet to their face, like, it's got me. Yeah, it's not done great, but I'm willing to give it a pass on that. Uh, so Toad Boy is no more. And his girl is like sitting there like, you know, she's like, oh my God, no. And then she gets launched at by one and she gets eaten too. So they're yeah. both getting eaten by fish ghoulies. Death by face attack is really yes. the main thing to know and about And can this. we note that like everyone looks like they die, but they just have like a little chunk taken out of them. Everyone yeah. has minor injuries at best. Maybe the ghoulies have a poisonous bite. That's the only that thing paralyzes. that makes sense. Yeah, because you're right. I mean, these are not fatal wounds. They're getting their cheek bit. Like, I mean, it's going to hurt, but kill you? Uh, gotta be poison. Yeah, it's gotta be something. Well, anyway, we cut to the rest of the house and maybe you guys have more information with this because I just mentally checked out at this point, but everyone's getting attacked by different ghoulies. Oh, the clown ghoulie is at this point. Uh, rat ghoulie in the bedroom. Before everybody splits up, they instantly teleport from the dinner scene into the basement in their white robes and they resurrect the zombie. The original oh, necromancer right. comes out of the That's ground. That's right. That's right. And it's that scene where everybody's screaming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In some weird trance. Uh, man, it's a, it's the best scene of the movie for sure. So wait, they do that before they all go off and get killed? Yeah. yeah. They have to because they're all doing it. So this is pre-death. Jesus. This movie is baffling. Yeah, they're all under a trance, I guess. And just kind of forget they did the thing. And then they all go off and do their own shit. Yeah. So the stoner guy is like, I want to light this joint. He wanders off and he's looking for matches. Mm -hmm. And he sees Grizzle like run by the door. And he's like, what the fuck is that? I mean, to be fair, if you see like a two foot thing run across the door, you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? He goes and sticks his head out of the door frame and then gets walloped in the head with a baseball bat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he goes down. Um, Home run. 
Now batting for the Ghoulies, oh, Grizzle. The Ghoulies playing baseball. There's another thing that they could do after they go to space. And I can't remember who it is that gets this, but Bad there's... Bad Ghoulies. <laughs> oh, love it. <laughs> uh, Grizzle and Greedy got pulled at Little Rascals where they're standing on each other's shoulders wearing okay. a trench coat. Okay, I remember this now because they, they're they like, I don't want to do this. They go beat up the rat ghoulie and they put it in a bag and then they stand on top of each other's shoulders in a cloak and they put the rat ghoulie on top of their head. And so when the when the keeper Sutherland Stoner comes back, he's like, "Hey man, don't bogart that joint." And he walks over to it. And they turn around and they launch the rat ghoulie off the top of them, and it attacks uh, that dude's face. And they're like standing on each other's shoulders, like this is great. I loved it. I love that time scene. In their life. <laughs> it's so it's so rowdy. Like I was just like, "What the fuck is happening here?" The ones that there's the two people having sex and that's when the rat ghoulie attacks the girl. And I can't remember what happened with that. But like, anyway, she gets bit in the face because she has a minor little face bite. And you mentioned doll, uh, uh, like jester doll ghoulie. Clown ghoulie is what they refer to him as. Mm-hmm. Clown ghoulie. It gets up and starts walking around and oozing slime from yeah, like, its like eyes. Like a child size like doll is now walking and it's, uh, it's. Uh, Doesn't make any sense. It. It just happens. Just yeah, roll its face it. starts like pulsating and starts bleeding like gooey slime out of its eyeballs. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to explode and cover them in goo. That's what I was hoping for. No. Oh, that'd be cool. No dice. Yeah. Regardless, what is happening is all the people are getting picked off one by one. And our character, Dick, <laughs> who just got done having sex, mm-hmm. he's like, I'll be right back, baby. I need some water. You want some? And she's like, no. He's like, hey. And he goes out the door <laughs> and he goes down the stairs. In the meantime... You've got to keep your dick hydrated. Yeah, right? that's Arthur Dick Fonzarelli to you. <laughs> in the meantime, our zombie necromancer has crawled out of the grave and walked in through the front door and is now projecting an illusion of a pretty blonde woman. And Dick sees this. Oh, holy shit. I forgot about this crap. Okay. Yeah. She sees him and she's like, come over here now. And he's like, yep. Dick's going to get lucky again or some bullshit like that. He's like, yeah, nobody (laughs) apparently just seeing Dick is enough for uh, this lady to fall. According to, you know, in Dick's mind. No doubt about it, Mr. Dick. You are a lucky guy. And he's totally okay with just making out. Even if this wasn't an apparition of any kind, he would just make out with strangers. Okay, straight up, like, regardless of that, he was ready to fuck this thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, the thing well, is, Dick has at least four <laughs> STDs at this point. Well, that's a nice how do you do. Yeah, that's just how Dick says hello. <laughs> they start smooching. That's a t-shirt. That's just how Dick says hello. <laughs> so they start smooching, and then it the tongue, right? Something happens she with the tongue. She shoots the tongue out, like, toad from X-Men style mm-hmm. around say, his neck. Like a frog, and starts strangling him, blood squirting out of his neck. But then you look Dick over. Dick jerking it nonstop. <laughs> He's so turned on He's right like, now. Finally, someone knows what I want. He's David Carradine. <laughs> <laughs> but then the the apparition turns from the beautiful woman into the zombie, and I was like, oh, he was smooching on the dead guy the whole time. He's like, Dick was probably like, man, once I'm done here, I got to figure out what that smell is. <laughs> Not gonna let it stop him. But do you think Dick was confused about his sexuality at that point? No, I think Dick was like, oh. Dick's in danger. <laughs> Do you think Dick refers to himself in third person? <laughs> well, Definitely. Dick, how will Dick get out of this one? <laughs> the, the Grave Talk drinking game for this episode is drink every time you hear the word Dick. Good luck. Everyone's going to be shit-faced in the next Unfortunately, minutes. Dick gets squeezed to death, and that's the end of Dick. <laughs> <laughs> they choke Dick out. <laughs> yes. Dick was squeezed dry. Squeeze. You know, he's the only... Dick is the only thing that gets... The only one who gets actual 
deathly injuries. Everyone else True. is getting some face damage, but Dick, some, well, he some pops. Some cosmetics. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's all the deaths, right? Yeah. Yes. missing anybody? Suffice to yeah, say. Yeah, that's, that's everybody, because now we cut down to... Um, they're in the basement. Stuart Copeland going down to the basement where he's all like, ah, home sweet home. And all the dead people are covered in sheets now. Yes, out of nowhere, they're all piled up in sheets. Who do you think? Do you think the ghoulies dragged them down I there? think Grizzleon.com did it. Uh, Grizzleon.com. <laughs> <laughs> Greedy gut. Greedy gut, that's it. So, okay, that's a good point. Yeah, so they, those poor things. Those ghoulies poor and the, the, the elves, yeah. So they dragged them all down there, covered Maybe he them had up. Rebecca help. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Rebecca is mind-controlled. Yeah. So he goes downstairs. His dad's there doing wizard shit. Jonathan comes down and is like, who are you? And his dad's like, me? I'm your father. And now I'm back. All your minions actually report to me. All your base are belong to us. Yes. And Jonathan's like, this is a bullshit. I'm going to fire some laser beams at you. No, hold on, though. He goes, Grizzle. Greedy gut, no. And they're just like, what are you going to do? <laughs> he's, he's like, et tu brute. He's so, <laughs> he's so disappointed that his minions, the sword fealty to him, like, are like, nah, we're good. Not you too. So he shoots his little laser beams at his dad and his dad like swats him away. And he's like, well, you're pretty good. Except I was better at your age. So really you kind of suck. Right. And he starts doing their chant off, right? One chance, the other chance, one <laughs> so chance. Basically what Come Malcolm. Hot, Andy. Yeah. Malcolm wants Jonathan's youth. Yes. To, I guess, come back to life. Great. Because right now he's a zombie. Yeah. What's well, the thing is he was going to kill the kid earlier for like, like longer life. Reasons. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> it, was, it was to basically get his youth. He's like, you were supposed to basically help me live like longer and yeah. stuff. Like I that. thought it was just because he hated babies. I know. Yeah. He looked pretty young at that point. <laughs> yes. I wasn't like, if he was an old man, that would make sense. You know, kind of like a like Wolfgang. Yes. Like yeah. a death becomes her situation yeah. or something, you know? I thought he's just like, if I see a baby, I stab it. That's just <laughs> how he rolls. I murder babies. That's my thing. That's my MO. That's the only way Jonathan could look like a good guy is if the actual bad guy is a baby murderer. It has to be worse than the worst guy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're fighting and Jonathan's losing and then Wolfgang just pops in from the top of the stairs and throws a spear that goes right through Jonathan's dad's back. He's like, fucking bullseye. And now Wolfgang's involved too. It turns out Wolfgang, also a wizard. Wolfgang can teleport. He bamps across the room <laughs> like fucking Nightcrawler. <laughs> no, he does it because he goes... And you can't tell where he is, and you're like, what is that noise? I could, but that was him traveling down the stairs to poof next to the guy. I like to think that's... What he says as he walks the whole time. <laughs> He's just invisible making that noise. So, and then this is where I stop taking notes. So Mark, pick it up. Take this, us home. This is the wizard off. Yeah, that's where they start grabbing each other. And then cyclonic color of like crimson and blue start clashing against each other. Right. It's kind of reminded me of the end of, you mentioned it earlier, the My Sister is a Werewolf, mm-hmm. Howling, Howling 2. Kind of how that one ended, right? It's very that, like, I'm going to save the boy. Your powers are weak, old man. You know, bullshit like that. Strike me down, I'll come back stronger, (laughs) you know. And in the meantime, I think Grizzle feels a little bad about fucking over Jonathan. He helps him out. Yeah, they both talk, and they're like, like, oh, man, did we do the... Oh, because, like... Malcolm, the bad wizard, is is it Malcolm? Yeah. Okay. Is like is like yo burning fire for this, you imbeciles. Like he's treating him like shit. You're like, right. well, man, at least like Jonathan was nice to us. And Malcolm actually did try to convince Jonathan to come over to the dark side. He's like, you're my child. Come to me. Sit, kneel. You know, before they started fighting for his youth, we'll rule the galaxy together, more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, he even brought 
at this point, we forgot to mention Rebecca died. She in one of the dumbest <laughs> scenes ever. She's like, oh, my God, how could you fell down the stairs? Yes, like something like that. Right. Because she gets that. See, she does. She he, Jonathan gives her the necklace. She gets unbrainwashed. She's like, Jonathan, how could you brainwash me? She sees everyone who's been killed by the ghoulies and grizzles and all them. And then like she's like, oh, no. And then Jonathan's like, wait. And she's like, stay away from me and falls down the stairs. <laughs> like and when they say fall, she gently tumbles down five stairs and then like he runs down, jumps over her, like leaps over her body, picks her up. And he's like, she's dead. <laughs> it's like, he doesn't do any vital check. He just like lifts her head and it's a little bit limp and he's like, she's dead. And then he takes the body downstairs to the basement. That's where he sees his friends covered up in the things. Mm-hmm. And that's where Malcolm is all like, ah, oh, welcome to the party. I'm the evil wizard. And then yeah. we get all what you guys said, the wizard fights. And he's like, you killed Rebecca. He's like, yeah, I guess I did. I don't know. <laughs> Technically, you <laughs> killed Rebecca, Jonathan. So yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. It's a little muddy as far as the details go there. But yeah, so he uh, brings Rebecca back and is like, look at my reincarnation powers. And Jonathan's like, not impressed. This is all your fault. You anyway. just got your dead girlfriend back, which you were upset about. And you're like, nope. It's not what I really wanted. Well, he knew it was a trick because Grizzle's over there. Don't do it, Jonathan. It's a fucking trick. And she's like moving no. in. She's like, kiss me, Jonathan. And Grizzle's like, don't. And then, yeah, he's, Malcolm's like, I'm going to fucking get you. Once when I'm done here, yeah, y'all gonna, are next. Y'all are going to burn for that or something like that. No. So, yeah. So during the, 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 the great Wolfgang Malcolm wizard fights of 2022. The wizard arm wrestling going on over that in would the corner. Be oh, awesome. God. They did that like over the top, turn the hat around. He's like, when I turn this wizard stuff around, it's like, I'm a machine. Yeah. So <laughs> wrap that for all my over the top fans oh. out there, other than like me. Who doesn't love that movie? They did break dancing. They needed a freestyle style battle Ooh. that's how wolf came and malcolm decide who's the big the- we got it we got to save the rec center from being <laughs> malcolm wizard i love it this would have been a better ending i agree <laughs> she just combined every 80s plot <laughs> in this movie yes. they're having a telethon at the end of the movie to raise money to save the station save the ghoulies <laughs> as their wizard rap battling in the back <laughs> uh jonathan and rebecca unsheath all their friends and they're okay and they make it out unsheath all their friends I guess unsheath it means like a sword. Uh, either that'd way. have been awesome though. <laughs> it works both ways. So and yeah, everybody's alive. Why? Again. That, yeah, I, I didn't know. understand that because everyone was dead before this. Like, how do they all suddenly Maybe alive? The they didn't die by magic. They died by physical wounds. Well, the physical wound is like a small cut on your cheek. So I don't know if they. Maybe the the paralysis poison that the ghoulies yeah. wore off. The only one who should be who could should be dead is Dick. Dick's dead because he got choked. Yeah. So how did he? And come Rebecca back? broke her neck on the the stairs. That's so. true. Though did she? She might have just been passed, out, like knocked out. Because really, knocked, she fell. It knocked the wind out of her, and he gave up on her instantly. <laughs> I've tried nothing, and I'm all out of ideas. <laughs> Regardless of their state of living, all the damage done by the ghoulies and the events of the night are washed away. Maybe all better. with Malcolm's demise, it undid all the damage. Well, they said, let's get out of the basement. What happens in the basement? Does everything just explode yeah. and go back to normal? 30 seconds before the whole planet blows up kind of thing. You know, yeah. the video game. That's what I remember. Yeah. Everything's getting detonated. So yeah, I, Wolfgang and Malcolm just vanish. They poof into non-existence. Right. And then everything starts tumbling down like this house was still kept together by <laughs> Malcolm's power or something. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. They pile into their cars and they drive away and we think all the ghoulies are I would dead. I they all piled on that three-wheeler. Oh, that'd have been awesome. <laughs> like bounced their way out of there. And nobody's mad at Jonathan. No. no. Nobody. He did this whole thing and it's like, man, wasn't that a hard <laughs> I don't know who did that, but... <laughs> Whoa, boy. <laughs> Next week, party at my place. Yeah. Maybe they don't remember. 
their minds wiped. I don't know, but like, cause as they're going away, it's Rebecca and Jonathan in the car with one of the stoner dudes in the back. Mm-hmm. And they're like, glad to get out of there. And he turns around and sees all the ghoulies in the car with him. But yes. does the stoner see him or just Jonathan? I thought only Jonathan could see him specifically in the car. I didn't oh, know no, that everybody yeah, could everybody, see him. At this point, ghoulies are in existence. Yeah. That's so, yeah. Then they're acting very strange about this. That makes this movie even dumber. They just <laughs> saw what happened with those ghoulies and they're all like, well, I'm glad you two survived. Yeah. Did you get attacked by a rat ghoulie? No, mine was a fish monster. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Their face was just eaten by their friends. Ah, so dumb. Anyway, the end. Freeze frame credits. <laughs> I'd like to see the ghoulies all jumping. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cool. One of the ghoulies holds up his fist below the, yes. the, the football goalpost. My favorite note I took is, I hope Toad Boy dies first. <laughs> <laughs> he does. So you got it. You got your wish. Maybe yeah. that's why you like the movie so much. I think that's my biggest problem with this movie, though, is it starts on this 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 '80s bizarre, just like oh wow, we're leaning heavily into this like shenanigans level of it, and then it just becomes a real paint by numbers. Step one to step two, step three, and like, nothing exciting happens. And the Ghoulies, as we mentioned, I don't know if we mentioned it before or after start recording, the Ghoulies do like maybe like three minutes of screen work. This whole fucking movie, because I know too, they're like everywhere nonstop doing shit. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And this one, they're just ancillary background. They even have the ghoulies walking in like stop frame animation. Yeah. They set traps. They're wrapping people up. They're doing all kinds of shit. And in three, they like are actually driving the plot. Four, I haven't seen, so I can't tell you. Any of y'all seen four? No, uh, not no. yet. I didn't know there was a four until I was like watching the trailer for one, two, and three. Then yes. I was like, this is a fourth one. Until you told me, told us that in like our chat, like, oh, there are four of these. I thought there was three. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I signed up to watch one of these. I'm going to watch three of them. Fuck four. I didn't have a bad time with Ghoulies. I would mildly recommend it if you are got it on a streaming service. Don't pay for it. That's what I would say. Definitely don't pay for it and watch it with friends. Mm-hmm. Do not watch it solo. Whatever if- you do, do not watch it solo. I think my feelings are well known. If you're going to watch any of them, watch three. But ideally, just watch none of them. Go watch Gremlins. You're going to have so <laughs> much watch- more fun. I would recommend if you're only going to watch one Ghoulies movie, and again, I haven't seen three yet, I would say start with Ghoulies 2. Because here's what Ghoulies 2 has that Ghoulies 1 doesn't. It Ghoulies. Start- <laughs> it starts with a priest carrying a ghoulie and a gunny sack, goes into an open garage, and drops it into an open barrel of toxic waste. Yep. It's just sitting in the garage. Which they then turn into like a little ghoulie spa. It doesn't affect them at all. I did like that part. But also, Ghoulies 2 has that really annoying character. Jeffrey Dahmer situation. <laughs> I also like the new Ghoulie in that one. He's kind of like a squatty alligator looking guy. I did yeah. like that. That dude's cool. I do like we get the super Ghoulie. Uh, that's cool. The like, super Ghoulie yeah, that eats the other one. Ghoulies. Oh, yeah. They summon a giant Ghoulie <laughs> to eat the rest of the other Ghoulies to clean up their mess. And in such a great, like, oh, if this movie were smarter, this is probably what they're getting at. Then they're like, okay, how do we get rid of this bigger Ghoulie? <laughs> uh, but I also like, or I did not like, the thing that really irked me about Ghoulies 2 is that like theater character who's like spouting out Shakespeare and Byron all the time. Oh, yeah, that's the little guy from Willow. He yeah. plays Willow's buddy. All right, well, I did not like his character in this movie. Thumbs down on that. I was I would say Ghoulies 2 is the best until you told me that they wear Letterman jackets in part three, and I was like, I am 
fucking in. I don't care what the plot is of Ghoulies Three. The little like little jock Ghoulies is exactly what Part I, three I need in my life. Is mu- is like so it is not a horror at all. It is much more think like Revenge of the Nerds, Porky's, like a those like eighties college type I love movies, those movies with Ghoulies. That's what it is instead of like a horror movie. Ghoulie house. <laughs> it, it is about two frats who have prank weeks and they're fighting each other through prank week. And then they real and then the ghoulies get in as a third faction. Whoa. And they're ramping up a the pranks. dark horse enters the game. And they're, so like there's rules to prank week that the ghoulies are breaking that the other. They, so each frat thinks Think the that other they're breaking one. The, yes. This actually sounds great. <laughs> I'm actually really going to watch ghoulies. Not that three. bad, to be honest. It's It's enjoyable. Well, watch Ghoulies 2 and 3. <laughs> That's what we're saying. <laughs> yes. <you> know. <laughs> Don't want You just watch this one by hearing us talk about it. You're done. Good job. Go to Letterboxd. Give it whatever. <laughs> Don't waste your time. The cover's scarier than the movie. It is a that great cover. cover. Is iconic. Yes. Ghoulies sitting in the toilet. I wholly expected someone to have their intestines eaten out through their anus when someone sits on a toilet to shit, but that doesn't happen. Well, that's what we thought. Like, everyone saw that cover and they're like, oh, this thing's gonna bite someone's ass. Wait till three? (laughs) That's a long time for that payoff to happen. Probably because they got a lot of feedback. Like, where's our toilet kill? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it for uh, Ghoulies here. Garrett, what are we gonna do next time? Next up, we have everyone's favorite, Bone Tomahawk. I'm just kidding. We're not doing Bone Tomahawk yet. Next up is Terrifier 2, the Art the Clown sequel that I guess people were asking for. I don't know. It's made a lot of money for an independent film, so I guess there was and a demand shout for out, out to them. I, I hear it's uh, I hear it's really intensely gory and uh, fun, but I haven't seen it yet. I know you two jerks have. Yeah, so tune in to hear us talk about it. I won't tell you my opinion just yet, unless you follow me on Letterboxd, in which case you know. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this one, listeners. You can find everything we're up to at thegravetalk.com. We've got social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram account. Well, listeners, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time for Terrifier 2. Have a good one.